are the Honeywell Heroes. Dang. Heroes. And this is episode nine, baby. The magic number nine. That's my softball number. That's Javi Baez's number. Like a wear number nine. Hey. Episode nine, bro. That's crazy. And guess what? Next week, we're going to hit our double digits. Our big old number 10. We're going to have a birthday party for it? Let's do it. I'll get a cake. We'll get 10 candles, dude, and we'll blow it out on the episode. Would it be a birthday? What do you? What kind of party would you call it? Uh, 10th episode anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> no, our birthday was going to be like whatever day our first episode was dropped or recorded. Which one? I don't know. doesn't matter. We're the Honeywell Heroes. I'm Random Tanner. This is Jeremy. J.P. Stenda. That was weird. Uh, hey, guys. Nice you know, moves. You know, we got, you know, this is like mm. one of the roller You kind of look like two, Snoop Dogg. You're too, Snoop Doggy. Ooh. Dog. Mm. Snoop Doggy. Oh, you know, you know how to get the, come on, man. Hit the, hit, oh, mm, mm. yeah, you just <laughs> got to get them hands on there. You're playing defensive basketball, you know? I never did that. <laughs> I yeah, just you, cherry picked all the time. Yeah, the you line. did. You did cherry pick, man. Yeah. I mean, I'd be too lazy to run on defense. But yeah. hey, pass me the ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I call you Chuck Lane. That's what Chuck Lane was, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, listen, first choice insurance, and guess what, guys? It's for all your home, auto, life, and and insurance needs. Home, auto, life, and insurance needs. Shout out to Andy. Andy Wood at four ten South Second Street in Clinton, Iowa. His, he can be reached at 563-241-2341. Go to the First Choice Insurance website. Simply Google it. You'll find it. His his uh, email address is on there. He can get you with auto, commercial, dental, disability, general liability, life, property, renters, workers' comp, home, and homeowners insurance. So Hey, and you know what's good about Andy is he's very knowledgeable and he's very easy to talk to. So even if you if you don't know a lot about it, hit him up, get a quote. He'll he'll uh, he'll take care of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So first choice insurance, four ten South Second Street in Clinton, Iowa, five six three two four one two three four one. Hit him up like Random said. Go get it because guess what? If you don't get it, you're gonna regret it. So let's go. Hey, and T. Speaking of regret, I don't regret anything about our childhood, man. How about you? I mean, there's things that we did that we shouldn't have did, but I don't really have any regrets. R a g r e t s. No regrets, buddy. That is not the correct spelling. Well, yeah, but if you get it tatted on your neck, that's how you spell it. Haven't you, that, ever, haven't you seen that before? From the the Millers, yeah, the movie The Millers. Meet the Millers. Yeah, Meet the Millers. No regrets. And he's like, yeah. or however he laughed, I yeah. can't remember. Yes. Um, so let's uh, move right into the Honeywell stuff, man. Like, per usual, that's how we get down. Okay. So I got something for you, man. Since last week I did the, the most feared pitcher to, to bat against. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. I'm going to go to the complete opposite of the spectrum this week, and we're going to go with who was your favorite pitcher to bat against. <laughs> and this is a good one. I got a few really good ones. So you, I, and I'll, I'll tell you mine, and then you can move over to yours. Now, Man. I got I got a couple good ones. So so my favorite pitchers to bat against, and these are the guys where you're like, yep, can't you, wait. You're the bomb off. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to walk up to the plate. Now, whatever, we're, we're adults now, so none of that really matters. So it does, my, but two, here's the thing, two, it does matter. No, I'm it does. You, it does matter. You, you matter also. So uh, <laughs> my first favorite pitcher to bat against was Josh Bowsman. Love batting against Josh Bowsman. Yeah. Second is Jake Pinkston. Those lefty, are my, lefty. Yeah, I, he was a lefty. But, I, I, dude, they just. They were right just, down the middle. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Like, you know, we were in the dugout like, yeah, okay. Yep. Everybody's like, time it. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> yeah those are my two my two favorites that come to mind instantly is Josh Bowsman and Jake Pinkston. Wow. So, Pinkston, was he on the Pirates? I think so, yeah. Yes. And then who was the other one? Josh Bowsman on the A's. A's. On the A's, yep. yeah. I Actually, I really like batting against Stubbs, too, to be honest. But yeah, he didn't throw. Josh Bowsman and, and Stubbs. He didn't throw any heat, I can tell you that. <laughs> no heaters. Sorry, Stubbs, man. I ain't trying to, like, dog on you, bro, but you you weren't throwing any heat. Well, honestly, none of them were, so. No. It's all right. We ain't mad at you. No. We just really enjoyed batting against you, so we appreciate those good memories. What about you? <laughs> if, if you if you think someone off top, this one's a touchy subject, and it's kind of funny, actually. I You know, I like. I'm trying to think back when we were on the Braves. Yeah. I always liked batting against the Cardinals, Broderson and really? Howie. Brody, you threw a lot of fastballs. Like, he, like right, he was th- threw a lot of strikes. I should say is what I meant. And he say. threw hard. It was heavy. It was like a heavy ball. Yeah. Howie could paint the corners, mm-hmm. and he still threw hard. I liked them because I just felt like you were more aggressive at the plate. Like, hey, okay, go take that pitch. Um, so yeah, some of those other guys, I feel like when they threw like meatballs, it was just like the i know i like you that could, though you know <laughs> i you, loved that. here's the thing guys he says he likes that but i remember one time he was he had we were playing the a's and nick vidal was pitching lefty remember him yeah little lefty yeah and you struck out because he threw so slow really and you were so far out in front of it and you came back and i was like bro how do you strike out and you're like i could have put my mattress down and took, took a, a nap, nap and then got up. And I was like, oh, damn. So you were more of like the guy like. I know, must have liked more like the middle. Because I didn't like batting against fat like dudes. Like obviously like what we talked about last week. Like Duddy or yeah or uh, who did I tell? Who else? Oh, Casey Turner. He didn't really throw hard. He didn't even really pitch a lot. But, um, he threw yeah. strikes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but I, 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 I just, I don't know. I like the middle guys. The guys that threw, you know. I'm with you on that. Throw middle and you drive it, and you would drive it. Yeah. You could hit it out. I like it. So that's that's a good choice. Yeah, man. And, and then also um, speaking of batting against pitchers, um, I do have a, a pretty vivid memory. One time in practice, I, I think it was when we I was on the Royal Kings. Okay. Um, I used to take we used to take BP from the coaches. Um, the coaches threw a lot, and I remember my favorite coach ever. And you guys, this is going to spark some stuff with you guys. My favorite coach ever to bat off BP was Dave Hovey. He always, dude. Dave? He knew he knew right where to throw the balls to me, man. He he always. Threw him and he, you know, threw. He threw lefty, yeah, yeah. He uh, was he? I think yeah. he was lefty. Yeah. He threw. He threw lefty. Um, he floated. I remember one time in practice, I hit a bomb over the the shed. We were on field six, so it would have been like right field. You know, I literally cleared the roof. Yep. On field six, and that was like one of my my key moments. Even though it was practice, it was still, it was still cool, man. I felt real, real strong in the moment. So uh, felt like I was hitting a golf ball, to be honest. You could you you definitely were a pull hitter. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really ever push the ball unless no. it was on accident. Um, no. But yeah. I, and then I remember also Dave Hovey pitching um, in Geneseo when we did that home run derby. Yes. Yeah, uh, he did. Yes, he did. He was throwing me some some perfect meatballs, dude, and I was blasting them, and and then you took second place. And I was took third. Yeah. So wait, wait, J- hey, what J- place did you get? I took third. JP took second. He had who'd you have pitching to you? Nick Carpenter. Nick. Car- hey. Got to give a shout out. He was throwing, you, he was throwing you some some stuff, man. Some good stuff. He could throw, and that you know he he was how he was probably what three four years older than us. Yeah, so he's probably what sixteen or so. 
15, yeah. 16. He, could, he like threw that. darts, and I remember him just throwing it. He knew right and, where you wanted yeah. it, too, man. We were both we were both zoning, but you killed it, man. Yeah. And then you battled against the guy from Geneseo. So. And he, he beat me. Yeah, but yeah. whatever. Hey, whoever that guy's name was, I will hunt you down. Yeah, we're going to find you because yeah. we should have got first and second. You ruined yeah. our day. So. Ruined it, man. Man. Dude, that's that's a good – I didn't – you know, I know we've talked about that story before, but that was a really fun time because your dad, we ate at McDonald's either – between that or after, and he had like I think it was 30, between. He had like th- yeah, thirty eight uh, little small circles of the ketchup <laughs> for his two double two single cheeseburgers. All, the, like, all, those, all those little yeah. white things full of ketchup. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, and he showed them like what the hell? I think we this? had a pretty big break in between games, so yeah. we probably went then. But yeah, I've I've for some reason I don't remember a lot of tournaments, but I remember I could close my eyes and remember that place like I literally could walk around it right now. So. It was a good. That, that was a fun tournament, and it was really cool being a part of the home render because there was a lot of people watching, and yes. they really made it feel like a big deal. So that was cool. It was yeah. yes, because and if I remember right, remember when we were doing that, I hit a ball when I when Nick was pitching to me, and I hit like it was like the first or second round, and I was like hitting him out, and you guys are all like, "What the hell?" And I hit one that like just sailed, but it just went foul, and the guys like. Sorry, no, you did great. We can't count that ball. <laughs> and Nick was like, I remember Nick looking, he's like, dude, you just, I just crushed the shit out of it. I don't even know, but yeah, yeah. And, they, and they didn't count it. They didn't count it. It but probably didn't matter though if it wasn't the championship round. No, so. well, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Well, hey, man, a lot of love to you, dude. We had a lot of fun. That that was a good. That was a good time. Of, it was time of life, Honeywell. Um, I don't really have. I do have a story. <sighs> Let's hear it. I want to hear. Okay, you remember when we were playing against the Cardinals the first game of remember we played everybody twice. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So we played them twice. This was back in the good days, guys. If you're a kid watching, they, this is when they used to keep like the standings up at the concession stand. These were yes. the fun days. They don't do that anymore, but they do it on the website. But it was cooler when they put the little things up in the, yes. s- the slide the numbers up and stuff. Absolutely, because you you went after every game. Oh yeah, at you went to go it, check you're like, it. Oh, did they put up the? That was a big deal too. Yes. So. Yes, but I remember you were on first. I was pitching because I always remember I always started and you finished the last three. Mm-hmm. And I threw a tried to throw a curveball. <laughs> I did throw a curveball and it it broke, and Jimmy O'Mara was behind the plate. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, hey!" And he's like, "Hey, that's your warning, Tom Broderson." Because oh, yeah, you couldn't throw a curveball. You couldn't like do that. any. You, you can do that now, but you couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't throw any breaking pitches, and Tom Broderson's like, "Hey, he's trying to throw a curveball." And Jamie's like, "Hey, he comes out." He's like, "Hey," he goes, "That's your warning. If if you do that again, I'm kicking you out." And I, you know who's behind the bases? Huh? Husey. <laughs> was and he? And I and I, yep. And he came over, and he was like, "Weird." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember I threw it." And I was like, "I tried to make it seem like oh, I didn't throw a curveball." <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Like I just, I just threw it. Right. And he was talking to me, and he's like, "I can't remember what he said. I really don't because I don't want to." give like an incorrect quote, but uh, it just goes back to what we were talking about before about Honeywell. We had a lot, there was a lot of plays like that you made at first base that come to my mind. And I, I don't even want to use them right now because you made some plays. There was a couple of plays where you made like on your back on the ground. And I was, here's like the IQ of baseball. And we were in 12 years old, 11 years old. And I was running the first to go cover first. Like you should. Yeah. You know, as a pitcher, you become a fielder, and you were on your back, and you threw it to me, and we got the out. And, like, 
coaches were like, holy crap, how do these guys know how to do this? Yeah. Like, it was more like, like you're watching, like, pro baseball. Stuff just, we just knew. It was you just had, an instinct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know where that come from? Just playing. Yeah. We played Learn, all the doing time. Doing it ourselves. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Because that's a lot of, that's the type of stuff that you can't teach, you know. I mean, you can teach it, but it's more repetitive and just yes. caring enough to know. Yes. Like, like, get the out by any means necessary type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you were, I remember one time there was a ball hit. Hey, guys, I feel bad. Because your back was hurting, and this was not Pony, because I remember Pony when he hurt your back. Yeah. His back was hurting, and we were playing on the, the field where the batting cages were at. Six, probably. Six? Yeah. So the opposite end of where Farm and Fleet's at. Correct. Okay. Six. And there was a ball hit over there really hard, and we were, I can't remember who we were playing. It was a close game. And I come off the mound, and I remember running over there like Greg Maddox. You know, because we were the Braves, because we always, you know, you yeah. want to be the guy. Oh, yeah. And I was running there, and I'm getting there, I'm like, you're not throwing it. I'm like, throw me the ball. Throw me the ball. And you you were on your back on the ground literally like this. And you came up and you went, and you threw a strike. And we got him. And your face was totally red. And I just bumped that. But your face was totally red. And you're like, oh, yeah. And I remember you just getting up and you're like, oh, like your back. Because you hurt your back from something. But I remember that. And, that, and again, just how do you make those plays when you're that young? Right. Uh- just it was just a different like I don't know. I don't even know why. Like it actually doesn't make sense how how different the skill level was the back then. And and I, I don't really think I'm saying that to be biased because yes. I really think that we had a lot of options. I mean I even yes. I was actually talking to Jada, my daughter, yesterday about this. Um we were talking about teams, we were talking about because we were driving by Washington Middle School, you know, that yeah. doesn't exist anymore. We used to have two middle schools. In Clinton, and now they've they've turned into one. I think in the last ten years or so, or whatever. But I, I told her, I'm like, it's crazy because like middle school sports now in Clinton has one team. There's an A team and a B team. That's it. One team for all of the whole city. Now, back when we were in middle school, there was literally two teams at Lions and two teams at Washington, and there was an yep. A and B team for each team. Yes. So if you just think about the difference of, like, skill level, like, if they tried to split the middle school up into four teams now, dude, the skill level, it would just be – it would be horrendous. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to be mean. It's true. Like, it's – I don't know why we had so much more. I don't know if it was just, again, like, us being kids and just caring about it. Like, there's so much more at these kids' fingertips now to get into and to do and to care about. And and back then it was like you just – Played sports. That's what you did when you were bored. That's what you. Yeah. It was never like, Mom, I'm bored. Yeah. No, you just went and made sure you weren't bored, which went riding bikes and playing wiffle ball or catch or football, whatever. It didn't matter. You just played, dude. So yes. I think that's probably a, a really big part of why everybody was good because that was how we competed with each other. Yes. And, and, and now they don't want to compete unless it's for likes, you know? So. Yes. Because. You but it's about- whatever. I mean, it's fine. The world's different, but. It is different. But when, when I think back to when we were competing like that, how many – I can think of a hundred times when we were in sixth, seventh grade when we went on the side of your house when you, your dad had that blue bucket and he built yeah, it. It's still remember, out there. Remember you would you – would, and Tanner was a lefty and I was a righty, and you would be catcher for – you had to throw – you know, three, three. You had to get three people out. Yeah, had to hit the strike yeah. zone. Even without that, dude, we we yeah. used to play catch. We just, we Remember, just, we we literally go through real scenarios all the time. We did, and we would do that all day long. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's way it, yeah. it is. It's it, a different era. It's different for sure. 
But you're right. And I I mean, man, wow. I miss those days. Yeah. It's just nuts the the type of things that we knew in terms of like non-teachable stuff in sports. Yeah. Cuz we just got it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you did, you did. And I think it has a lot to do. And I'm not saying I was some elite player, but well, we, ju- we just understood like that we want to win and that's all that really matters. Doesn't yes. matter how we look or who was on our team or what travel team we played on. We didn't really care, dude. We just wanted to play. Yeah. So you want to play and win and I think we let, we de- we'll get we'll get to that. I got some stuff on that if we get to it. But I and I think it honestly when we get to it, I believe you'll you'll be like, "Yes." Cuz we're going to tie it in with right and now. And do you know how big of a deal it was even like we cared about winning so much that we like I still have my medals and stuff yeah. you know i mean not saying that if you don't you don't care but it was such a, a big deal to us but tell me this how, when did you ever in 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 our era which again it's not the same world that we're in now but when the heck did you want to have a fifth place trophy you got fifth out of sixth are you kidding me right who you didn't even want you didn't even want second place because you didn't. It's because, dude. It's, it's right. You didn't want that. No, you. I used. Remember, I used to be. I, I I remember that I used to be mad if it wasn't a first place trophy. Like I wasn't even satisfied with the second place right. medal or whatever. Anything. I mean, it was cool to have one, but it was still like second not, place. Not, nowadays, like fifth place. Like if let's say a tournament team gets fifth place in a tournament, their whole team's gonna post on TikTok and. Snapchat, we got fifth place at our tournament today, and they're doing dances. It's like more of a, they <laughs> they they want to be first place in popularity. Yes, I don't know why it's like highlight. It's, it's like it's the crazy. highlight reel is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, reels, I mean, and it's reels. not it's not really their fault. It just happened that way. Yeah, that's how these kids are. It seems like now yeah. I'm not saying all of them are, but it seems like the majority of that's the way things have trended and or have transformed into this weird era that we're in. It's def- it's definitely, and you have kids, so you see it a lot more. Yeah, I mean, even like though, like having Jada, you know, um, having her here, and like like that other day, like a couple weeks ago, remember they were talking about, you know, just all the like terminology, and they were yeah, bit, like, and that's super fun and cool to see, but how much again, how much it's changed? Yeah, like the stuff they say and the way they talk, and they even like we were asking them stuff like, hey, tell us about this, and they're like. Oh no! Like they don't care. They don't want to win. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, they do." And then they're like, "No, they don't." Mm-hmm. Like they'll tell you, like, like kids are so knowledge. That's the thing. Kids are so knowledgeable, and that's why you know what? I'd rather have a conversation with a sixteen or seventeen year old than I would to an adult because you know why? Some of these adults, I'm just gonna say, y'all bunch it. <laughs> they I, they I don't. Know. The kids they they get it. They they get it. They're way smarter than what you and I were. Oh yeah, they really are because yeah. of there's so much more. To, I mean, do we, maybe, maybe they are. I mean, technology wise, yeah, but that's because oh, yeah. it's at their again at their fingertips. But we used to have to really look stuff up back then. Yes, nowadays yeah. you just can Google anything. Yeah, but you know we used to have to work to get our info. So yeah, I I don't know. They might be smarter in terms of amount of info. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. But the way they get it, no, probably not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So. You know, I, I think about this often. I really wish back when we were y- youth and when we were in middle school and high school, I wish we kind of had social media to still have all of our photos and videos because yeah. all we have is memories. Yeah. 
Yeah. Th- these kids are going to have these photos and videos forever. So it's cool in terms of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, we don't have like anything other than no. these photos. My mom dug out of a, out of a drawer in her dresser, you know, it's, yeah, it's about it. That's it. And on top of what we can remember, re- I see. Remember, guys. I'm sorry, Jesus. No, sorry. But remember, because that's it. We we didn't have a way to. I mean, when did we even? When did we get an opportunity to take a picture on a cell phone? Do you even? I don't even remember in high school. Even at the end no, of that, I don't. Even I know. remember I told you I didn't even text till I was 19, and that was with one of them phones that you played like Snake on, and it was like a Nokia block or something. Yeah. You know, you could throw those. Phones like 90 miles an hour against a wall and they didn't break. Yeah. That was just how they were built. Just like me. You built. Built. Built for Jeff, baby. No, man, you know you are. You're built. Like Josh Allen? Okay. You kind of do look like him a little bit. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I, pl- I played just like him. You do. Elite. Um, But, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I don't remember, like, when I took my first. I remember when taking selfies was awkward. I remember that, yeah. like when they first people first started taking selfies. Like if you'd see someone taking a selfie in public, you'd be like, "Oh my god, look at them!" Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? And now that's now everybody walks around with the phone in their face yeah. like, with everything. <laughs> you know, and even even being a performer, being a musician, the, when I first started doing shows, everybody was paying attention the whole time. Yeah. And now, because I've been doing this a long time, like nineteen, this is the nineteenth year, yeah. which is crazy. Now everybody's got their phones out, and it's yeah. just to prove, hey, I was here. So yes. it, it was different. It was people wanted to enjoy it. Now, I'm not saying people don't, don't enjoy it now, but a lot of it is, hey, I just want to prove that I'm here. Maybe I'll catch a viral moment or maybe, you know, I just want to show the world that I'm fun and cool and I'm out. So so do you think, let's talk about music a little bit. Because, again, I mean, I've, I've known, I know you've done music for a lot of years, but what do you think is like, what's the biggest What's the, yeah, what is the biggest change from when you first started? Like, from when you started, that's like 2006, 2005. Just in general? To now, like, <laughs> well, if you can just say, like, wow, that's really just. I, I, got, I got a perfect yeah. answer for this. Biggest change musically, like, in, in terms of the grind or, like, how we navigated back then. Back then, there wasn't enough information, and it's kind of the same reason. Um, so, like, we used to put all our music on CDs. Yeah. Your goal is to sell CDs to everybody. I remember we had some CDs you bought. Re- literally yeah. selling them out the trunk. Like yeah. when, when these big artists say that they used to do it, they really did. That's how you used to make your, that's how you used to do it. Selling CDs out of the trunk. And there wasn't as many options back then because to make music, you had to work harder. It was harder to go out in person and promote your music. Like now you literally can be a musician and you can never perform if you don't want to. You can just yeah. make music on your phone and you can yeah. make the world think you're some superstar if you want. Yes. Back then, you had to sell CDs. Um, they counted like they counted albums sold as literally albums sold. Nowadays, it's like a certain amount of streams. So the biggest difference is like the the grind of how you distribute your music. So you, even to promote a show back in the day, you used to have to literally. I printed flyers all the time at Office Max. You'd go out to all these businesses Crazy. and tape them up on yeah. the walls, put them on the telephone poles. You know, like we really did that. The stuff you see in the movies, we really did that. Nowadays, you just share it on Facebook and sponsor an ad if you want or don't. Or, you know, I see people post flyers and then complain that nobody shows up. Whatever. I mean, you just, it's just so much less effort nowadays that you have to put in. Yeah. So Well, well you- I, I shouldn't say that. It's so much less effort that people think. Because 
anybody can do it, but like you still have to navigate the right way. I mean, we talk about yeah. promoting all the time. Yes. So it's, you just got to do it the right way. You got to be cre- way more creative in your marketing and your promoting nowadays than you used to. Yeah. So, so if you, and again, I asked this, like I've asked this 10 different times to everybody that's been on here, but for music, if you were going to get somebody right now today in 2023 to start off and say, I want to be a musician, whether it's rap country, doesn't matter. What, what advice would you give them to say, like, here's how you to, to do it from scratch and be like, if you want to be successful, what would you tell them? Like, what would you say to them? It's real similar to this podcast. The first step is invest in good equipment. Invest in, in the more you can do on your own. Now, I'm not saying it's good to try to take on everything, but the more that you know how to do, the more you'll understand and the less money you'll have to spend, but you have to spend money. You cannot just make a song and put it out. You have yeah. to you have to really do your groundwork of like networking with the right people, finding the right brains to to link up with you really need a team and that doesn't mean like you need to sign to labels and do this and oh my gosh i signed a manager and i needed you don't need to do all that i mean i literally i made a living for years off of music with just like my little team you know like it's yeah it's a lot of work it's it's way more than what like it, sh- we show like as an artist what I, what we post on social media and what we do in person. It's a lot more to it that nobody would understand unless they really start doing it for real. You have to take it serious. You have to treat it like a, a brand. Like me personally, as Random Tanner, every single day, even though I haven't really done a whole lot with music, well, I, I did at the beginning of the year. I've just been focused on other stuff. Yeah, but absolutely. even though I'm, you know, it's every place that I go, every single thing that I do, I always keep in mind that I'm a product like myself is a product. So any little thing that you do, people will see it if you're in public. So you have to always carry yourself the way you want people to see you, I guess, if that sense. Now I'm not saying I'm being fake, but like you can't ever be out of line. You know, you always got to treat people with respect to get it back. So it's, it's hard. Like, let's say I was a, I made cinnamon rolls and I, yeah. that was what I sold. I can always make sure my cinnamon rolls look good, but when I'm not making cinnamon rolls, I can go do be the, any person yeah. I want. This is different. My cinnamon roll is me. So like, yes. you know, I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm never away from me. Yeah. So it's a that's, that's the hardest part about music that people don't understand. It's literally a product and you have to treat it like a business and also still enjoy it. So it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. I would, I would think, just like anything else, like you just, whether it's a, you know, you can say job, career, whatever, you just, your investment to it has to be, you have to be all in. And mm. if you want it to thrive, you have to, you have to work through everything that's number one, negative. Right. Oh, you yeah. have to. Yeah. Because, but think, let's tie that just a little bit, even though I'm getting kind of off par. I'm not, I'm really not getting off par, but think now like what you've done it because i i've i've seen you all the way through all those years doing yeah. it from when you were doing shows at uh we were in high school you did it at the talent show in yeah. high school yeah to now where you're opening at paul wall we went to uh, my first the first show i ever saw you do was uh bone thugs bone thugs in yeah. milwaukee yeah. and i thought like bone I mean, thugs like that was 15, 16 years ago was it yeah it was 07 yeah so 16 so years. i mean you got i mean Again, I think the grind part is probably the biggest thing is like you have to be like, I'm all in or not. Because if you're not, 
you're not you're not going to go anywhere. It's just like right. anything else you do. Right. If you if you half ass it, excuse me, you're not going anywhere. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, you can do it as a hobby, but don't complain when people aren't supporting you. It's, yeah. it's all everything matters. And a lot of people ask me that same question that you just asked me. Like, hey man, I'm really starting out. I want to learn. Like, I'm trying to do what you do. You know. And I'm like, well, I do what I do because it works good for me. You know, like yeah. it's the same, like if McDonald's tries to be Burger King, it's not going to work out because McDonald's is not Burger King. Yeah. They can still both do the same thing, but they, yeah. you got to kind of teach yourself like what, you know, I mean, it's, I don't even market to the same people that most hip hop artists market to. Yep. I just don't, you know, so it's worked for me, but I don't know. It's just like you said, any business, it's a, it's a, you got to deal with it. You got to grind. You got to learn, always learn. <laughs> hey guys, we got a sponsorship. Sponsorship. First Choice Insurance. <coughs> oh. Ooh. First Choice Insurance. Andy Wood. At 410 South 2nd Street in Clinton. 563-241-2341. And guess what he gives you? What does he give you? Um, I will tell you this right now. Auto, commercial, dental, disability, general liability, life, property, renters, workers' comp, and homeowners insurance. He will hook you up. Uh, go down there, um, look them up. Just go down, stop in, give him a call, 563-241-2341. He will hook you up. I've known him for a long time, T- Random has. And just just go, because guess what? All those things I just described to you, you need it. Because I need it, Random needs it, you need it. Let's go. Get it popping. Unless you want to lose everything, then don't. But you should do yeah. it. So, first choice insurance. Hey, Let's hey, go. hey. Clinton, Iowa. Yeah, baby. So we're going to move on. We're going to get into the next segment, um, and this one is going to be a new one. This one is the call-ins. So we are going to open the lines up while we film, and we are going to accept call-ins. So if you've wanted to be featured on the podcast at any point, this is opportunity. Now, when you're watching this, it's going to be too late, but see, look, we're dinging already. But now's your shot. So hit us up, ready to answer any questions you got. We got, hey, man, we got somebody. Hey, hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. This is JP and Random T. What you got going? Hello, This is Tanner Weber. How are you guys? What up, my man? My man, T. Webbs. How you doing, my man? Good. I just had to call and ask you guys one quick question. I know you're an AFC fan, so I got to know who's got the last spot in the AFC playoffs. Did you say? Did you say AFC? Hey, bro. Yep. You listen. I love you. This is a bad question because you already know what this answer is going to be. <laughs> My man. <laughs> a lot of love to you. There's a million. There's a there's a million ways it can happen. So I got to know. Okay. So the Dolphins got to lose, which they got yep. a third string quarterback starting this week. The Bills have to beat Mac Jones, which I think they will. Take care of them. Yep. And then guess who's got to win Sunday? Pitt. At at home against Cleveland. And guess what game I'm going to, my man? Kenny Pickett to Najee Harris to win the game. Let's go. Let's let's get it. (laughs) Popping dog. Come on. That's my man right there. Dude, you know what? You want anytime you want to come on this podcast, you come on in here because we got some people that have a brain. For once, <laughs> I don't have a, br- you know what I'm saying? So 
tell me this. All right, I got you. So you know I'm taking Pitt because I think Pitt's going to do it because they have Kenny Pickett. And you know what? who else they got? They have Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin doesn't lose. Hey, you know what else they have? Matt Canada. Matt Canada. Okay. <laughs> this, so, so how do you feel about that, JP? Okay. All right. Now, what Random just said here we is, already We all already know how you feel about Matt yeah. Canada. I'm just kidding. We're not talking about Matt Canada. We're talking yeah, I'm, about... I'm pretty sure every episode I've heard you say something negative about Matt Canada. <laughs> Literally all, all eight of them. And now it's number nine in a row. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, that dude, he's a fool. And if you watched the game last week with that game-winning drive by Pitt... Kenny Pickett, I'll say, and Najee. Um, that was because they let Kenny Pickett open up the playbook, you know, go down the field. And prior to that, Matt Canada looked like a fool. So um, I'm I'm for Pitt because I think Kenny Pickett is special. Um, I just think we need somebody who is not calling plays on Sunday with the plays that be, should be called on Saturday, if that makes sense. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure I heard you say. I'm pretty sure I heard you say that as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, man, we appreciate you calling in, dude. You're the first official ever calling guest, so feel special. Yeah, I feel honored. <laughs> hey, I just want to give you a shout out, man. Comanche Indians. Uh, when we were back in the day, uh, when I was coaching you guys, they were my first group. Tanner Weber was. Yeah. Um, he was a he was a very good football Our player. Year all the way through senior year. Let's go, yes. baby. He's a good, dude. A lot of love to you, brother. Uh, appreciate you, um, and we hope to hear back from you, my man. Yep, of course. I'll be tuning in every episode. All right, dog. A lot of love to you, bro. Have a good night. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace. Love you. So get up. There we go. Oh, hey, we got somebody. Hey, let's get a popping. Who we got here? Yo. Who do we have? RJ. Hey. RJ, what's your last name? <laughs> RJ, RJ. RJ, RJ. RJ. So, Stenda, I got a question. Since you're going to the game this weekend, how much money do we have to get built up in a GoFundMe to get you to go streaking across the field? <laughs> probably, probably, honestly, just like a pint of Fireball. Dude. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's My man, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, you know what it would cost, RJ, is... Probably what he said, and you know what I really like is I I like uh, breakfast burritos from McDonald's. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you're a cheap date. I'd pay you double to see that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've I've been on a couple dates with you before back in the day when uh, you were with uh, old Brittany Murdian and I was with Jen, and we went to Applebee's together, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Applebee's, Chili's. Or cheddars. <laughs> that, that, those <laughs> the, are the place. The three elite places. Yes. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Hey, man, I'm going to say this. Uh, if you want me to streak, all we need is the Dolphins lose, um, the Patriots to lose, and Big Ben. Or is he, I, I keep thinking Big Ben. Big Ken. Big Ken. <laughs> Big Ken to win, and guess what? I'm doing it one way or the other. Oh. I can't wait. I'm going to have to tune in to see this. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, hey, we appreciate you calling in, my hey, man. Hey, we love you, my man. Appreciate you. All right. Later. Take care. Next caller. Who we got here? Jake Olade. Jake Olade. Jake, how my man? How we doing? We're living, man. We're living. Living. Where are you so, living at? 
I'm living in Sterling, Illinois now. Fucking got in with the union, so things are going good. Nice. Oh, yeah. So I was wondering if you're going to end up getting Daryl Sexton on the line. (laughs) Hey, hey, we're all for it, man, but he's got to call it in. Especially with the baseball knowledge and, you know, maybe even Andy Merrill. Andy Merrill helped with that baseball program a lot, too, and Comanche, too. So you're going old school on me right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, so tell me this. Andy Merrill would have been your sophomore year, correct? He was actually – I was in eighth grade when I first made the freshman baseball team. Okay. And Andy Merrill was taking over his first year over there. And then uh, you you actually helped out, I think, my sophomore year. So, like, I think his uh, second or third year that you helped him out. Yes. So, you would have been going in to your junior year – when that was my first year helping out. Yep, yep. I was getting ready to head on to the varsity squad. Yes, and and I will there say with, this: uh, Jake Mangler and uh, yep. Austin Crick. We we had a pretty solid squad, and you know didn't get to make it. But man, you know you guys definitely set set the bar. I think. Oh, you know, I would say this. I mean, you you guys were. I will just say this: you you guys were a talented group, and you. I remember you were lefty. Um, I remember calling pitches at an assumption game when you were pitching um, and you dominated assumption that game on the double header. So I, yeah, they're you know, a tough squad. They're a tough squad, man. They had yes. like Brody Grothis. They had Argo's little, bro- little brother. Yes. Yeah. You remember. Argo. Man, I man. remember. Argo. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. No, you definitely, I would say this um, back to those days. Uh, I think it was a different era where you guys were just very competitive and, and really wanted to win, so. Oh, yeah. Travel ball was big growing up for us. We definitely played a lot of travel ball. All of us had different, there were a lot of different teams going on in Clinton. But once we got to high school, it was nice to be able to play with, you know, the guys that you, you know, were ultra competitive with. So, you know. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys were talented. I, uh, a lot, of, a lot of love for you guys. And, uh. Oh, yeah. I hope all's well with you guys as well, man. Appreciate you, man. Dude, you got anything right. else? Hey, this is all I got to say is don't leave your your candy, food, or whatever on the side because you know Coach Sin is going to get it. Oh, man, I, I get it. I, I get it. I definitely eat all that. Make sure <laughs> nothing's left behind, man. <laughs> oh, man, a lot of love to you, bro. It's great to hear oh, from yeah, you. Oh, yeah, you too, brother. Yep, have a good one. Take care. We'll see you, bro. Yep, peace. Next caller. Honeywell Heroes, Random Tanner. What up? What's up, my man? It's T Nath. I know it. Ooh, it's Nather. (laughs) You ain't even got to tell us. I heard the what up, and it was that Travis voice. It's that Travis voice. Let's go. (laughs) Travis Nather, how you doing, my man? What you got for us tonight? I just want to call in. He wanted to call call and say hello. A little warm fuzzy. Yeah, I just love one because y'all right on my hand. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, just, just thanks for uh, you guys' little support in Clinton and kind of showing what we had in the past compared to what we have now. Of course, mm-hmm. man. So, you know, supporting. I know I talked to Stendhal last night about how we in the past, and you guys have talked on it a little bit, is – we didn't have these personal trainers when we were young. Yep. We taught ourselves. Right. And, I mean, granted, we didn't have the electronics that kids nowadays have. And uh, 
just kids nowadays also just are soft. I mean, coaches back in the day used to turn around and, I mean, they kind of whoop us into shape. You say the wrong word to kids nowadays, like it was mentioned in another podcast. Is, yeah. Oh, I'm going to call the coach. Right. I'm going to tell my mom. Oh, yeah, that's all acceptable nowadays, too. I remember back then. I mean, we, yeah, we even talked about this when you stopped in the uh, Rivals the other day, dude. Just how, yeah. you know, like you wrestling with Leslie and all that stuff, dude. It's, yeah. It's a- I, I, knocked, I knocked Leslie's glasses off and <laughs> dude turned around and threw me around like I was a rag doll. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is. It's, it's, a whole, it's a whole different world, man. And, I mean, unfortunately, you just got a mold to it, but that is the way it is, you know? Yeah. But I, I really love what you guys are doing. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, we appreciate I mean, you calling in, too, for sure. Hey, man. Line, you, I know my wife don't really like it because I'll put my headphones on and listen to your podcast <laughs> as soon as it comes on live. And she's like, got to deal with the little one. I'm like, <laughs> nah, this is my time. This is my man cave. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to do it, man. You got to have some time, bro. All right, man. Well, appreciate you calling in, dude. We're gonna let you go. We're gonna we're gonna move on to the next uh, caller, right. and, and uh, yeah, you'll get to hear yourself on the podcast, bro. Uh, right. Boom! Thanks. Hey, have a good night, Doc. Bye. Right. Hey, guys, we're calling it quits for the night on the callers. Appreciate you all. Um, a lot of love to you, and uh, actually, it was really good. Yeah, I thought so. That was fun. We had a lot. That was for the first time. Hey, appreciate you guys again. All right, bro. Here's what I got for you. Give me your favorite movie slash TV scene. Movie slash TV scene. Doesn't matter. It could be, or just, yeah. I want a scene like something where you're like, it makes you laugh, makes you cry, makes you whatever. Okay. Anything. Oh, that's, you put me on the spot here, bro. Just the first thing that comes to my mind, this is the first thing that comes to my mind, Back to the Future, when he first got on the hoverboard and he hovers across the water. Yeah. As a little kid, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, I I want one of those. Yeah, I do remember that. That was back when they were predicting, like, by the certain year. I think it was 2021. What was it? I, I... I, I shouldn't even say the year. I don't know, but they predicted that we'd all be in flying cars. Yeah, which yes. not true yet, but not true. Um, Teslas are kind of cool. It's it's pretty crazy technology, but yeah, that was like I was like, dude, I want one of those. Yeah, how cool would that be if that really truly? I remember. I do remember that. Yeah, that was good. Michael J. Fox, and that was a that was a super good movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, sure. I got another one. Can I say another one? Come on, dude. Man. The best thing as a musician, Eight Mile, the rap battle. What, what, what Eminem, dude? When he's just the whole end, but that last battle, the big battle where he finally gets back at oh, yeah. uh, all them guys like Papa Duck and uh, yeah, that was good. He 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 straight up rolls. Dude, that, them. that every time I watch it, I get chills. Dude. Do you? Yeah. Well, you have to. I mean, like, doesn't that it transpires from or it goes from? Remember when he's like on his break from work? Yeah. And that girl. Yeah, and they're like battling. You ain't got no money to. Is that why you always say that? You, ain't got yeah. no, you stand in line. You're, you're standing in line to eat, or you're standing in line, but you ain't got no money to eat. Yeah, like he. And then it goes to when he's downtown there, and like they're thinking like this guy ain't gonna do nothing, and he just he did he just tore him apart, dude. Yeah, that's got to be one of the most epic scenes of a movie, in my opinion. The battle in Eight that, Mile. That's pretty cool. I love I love that movie. I could watch it a hundred times over yeah, and same. always just be like hey. It never gets old. Yeah. No. There's not a whole lot of movies like that either, in my opinion. There's like that, uh Billy Madison, Step Brothers. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I had some, I had those on there. Yeah, yeah, those are good ones. Yeah, man, you can't go wrong with that. Man, I love it. You can't. Speaking of Eminem, man, I know a lot of people when they hear Eminem, they think of Machine Gun Kelly because they battled a little bit. Fun facts: um, when I opened for Tech Nine in 2012, Machine Gun Kelly opened for him, so we actually got to meet MGK at the River Center in Davenport, and it was kind of crazy because we got to go like meet all these guys, and there we were part of the meet and greet. Um, and there was like a long line for Tech Nine, a long line for Chris Calico, and then literally MGK was sitting at his merch booth, and nobody was by him; he was by himself. So, I mean, this is before he got, like, super huge. Um, but we went over and talked to him, and we are like, what's up, man? Like, he's like, nothing, man. Like, super, like, weird and like, quiet. Was he, like, crying? Kind. It was weird. It's almost like he was going to cry, and he's sitting there, and we're like, he's like, this is our 96th day on tour, and I'm just, I'm just exhausted. And he's, like, so quiet. And we're like, all right, dude. So we took pictures with him. I have pictures I posted on my, it's on my Facebook. Um. But then he gets up on stage and literally just killed it. He was in his underwear, head banging, the drums flying. What year is that? 2012. Oh, 12? Okay. It was like right when Wild Boy just came out. Okay. Okay. So he was head, he was going crazy to Wild Boy. Yeah. But it was just such a polar opposite of when we met him and he was sitting there and nobody was talking to him to like on stage. Nuts. So, yeah. Fun facts. I like, you know, MG, he's good. What year was it? Was it 16 when I went to the, remember we went to Des Moines together? Oh yeah, that yeah. You opened up for MGK uh, there too. Yeah, we did like I did like four times, I think. Okay, so three, six, three times in Davenport, one time in Des Moines. Yeah, because remember we used that hotel down downtown. Yeah, and then MGK was wasn't he crawling up the? Mm. He was crawling up the like the the scaffolding, <laughs> yeah. or the the light in his undies. Yeah, he was he, in his undies. He, what is he doing? He always did that. Yeah. Oh, bro, that was we had a that was. I, that was like really like the first concert outside of Nickelback back in the day when we went together. <laughs> like, hey, my first concert ever, Nickelback. Yeah, that was good. Did we remember when the lights shut off and we yeah. hopped the uh, wall and we all yes. we ran down on the we floor? We were jumping down, bro. <laughs> we, we was ready to go, dude. Oh yeah, man. And then we probably didn't even jump around or nothing. We just no. wanted to be apart. We were just there. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, oh love. Oh yeah, MGK. I like his. He's got. A, I have a couple of songs on my my stuff. The iPod. Yeah. But some, but yeah, he's on, cool. On your Walkman, yeah, Walkman. Hello, we got my Walkman guys. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he's got some good stuff. I, a lot of people don't like his new stuff, but I do. That's just, but hey, music's personal preference. It's all right. Yeah. So. Well, I think I mean, I mean I feel like now like if you're if you're like listening to music on the radio, anyways, it's it's kind of more, it's like country. I'm I never liked I really never liked country at all. Okay, but. I hear some of the stuff now. Is it really country? It's probably really not. It's, it's all kind of infused with other stuff. Yeah. A lot of country is pop and hip-hop infused. Like Kane Brown. Isn't he considered he's, he's country? Very, yeah, but he's very pop and a little bit yeah. hip-hop, but very pop. I like Kane Brown, but yeah. He, he's it, not it's bad, not, but they say like a lot he's of those, country. I'm yeah, like, a lot of the OG really country not. music listeners don't like that new stuff. You yeah. know, they don't like Kane Brown or Florida Georgia Line or Sam Hunt because it's yeah. too poppy. Yeah. I get you, yeah. Now, I, I it's it's interesting because, yeah. I think back back then though, they all their music was recorded with real instruments. Now there's a lot of like beats made for the country artists, yeah, and stuff like that. So, well, yeah, because they're they're probably trying to adapt to. No, yeah, well, they have to. I mean, yeah, for the most part. So, I mean, you're not you're not George Strait from the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he was yeah, the man, it, but yeah, it just wouldn't work now. Yeah, no, because so. ain't nobody's gonna. They're not gonna listen. They're gonna be like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So tell me this. Um, 
we're going to kind of transition a little bit here. Um, I'm going to talk about the MLB steroid era. Oh, we haven't got to that yet. Uh, we're we're getting to getting to it tonight. Okay. Because you know why? We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, and I know we touched briefly on it, so we should we should touch harder. We we have to because so I'm just going to throw them out here. Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa. That was obviously when Bonds hit 73. Yeah. And I think that was was that 01? I don't remember the year. Okay. I think early, Mark McGuire and Sosa was 98. They were 98, yeah. but I know that. So those three guys Tell me this. Should they be in the Hall of Fame? Um, I think to an extent, Sosa McGuire should be cause just because of how much they – because it wasn't baseball like on a huge decline at that point, like in, in the late in the, 90s. In the, in the 90s, they had like a – I think the it lockout was, one was like 94. Yeah, and it was just a lot of people – it was just falling off. 98, of maybe. Yeah. And I feel like McGuire and Sosa like single-handedly saved it because they were – they brought so much excitement and okay. energy and electricity yeah. to the to the sport with how how much the world was focused on their 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 chase, you know, and their battle with each other. Okay. So yeah, for that reason alone, yes, I don't really think outside of the home runs, McGuire and Sosa were Hall of Famers. Do you? You, think, you don't. You don't think they were? Not really. I agree, hundred percent. You know why? Barry Bonds before he hit. He was like, wasn't he the first guy in the 90s? 30-30, it was like 30 stolen bases, 30 home runs, and yeah. then he had like he, 100 he, he was He was an all-around Hall of Famer before <laughs> he got jacked. Yeah. So, so he, or, you know, and he, he and again, off. at the time, he was just going with the, the, with the ways that it was. Everybody yes. was doing it, dude. Everybody yes. was doing the PEDs. Yeah. I mean, maybe not everybody, but most of them were, and a lot yeah. of them just didn't get, get caught. They didn't get caught, but that was that was just how it was then. And if they wouldn't have did that, baseball might not even exist anymore. Yeah. Realistically, I mean, I don't know because we can't say because they did it. But yes, Bonds hands down should be in the Hall of Fame. McGuire and Sosa maybe just for how much they did for the sport yes. in the late nineties. I agree, but that's a maybe for me. But if you think now, but, now am I mad at Bonds and Sosa? No, Sosa's probably like like right now I'm. I'm not really collecting cards, but I have all my Sosa cards. He's kind of the guy I'm collecting right yeah. now. Just because he was fun, man. He was. He, he was a lot of my memories from watching TV when I was a kid. Because so. he did the hop, and he, oh, he'd yeah. sprint out to right field. And kissing and, his hands in the yeah. after he came in the dugout and doing the curtain calls and the way he, yeah. I remember yeah. the little American flag he had after 9-11 yes. running out to right field. and yep. I think in 90, actually in 98, that was the year that my dad brought us to the Cubs game. Okay. And I saw him hit his 42nd home run, so that was cool. I think I actually already said that on here on one of the episodes. But, okay. yeah, I have a picture somewhere. It's probably in my mom's drawer along with these other ones she found me. But you just see the ball. It's like the sky and the baseball. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. I'm like, why didn't we take that photo? Well, he probably, probably still hasn't landed. Probably not. No. But, I mean, so, like, I'm using that era, so, which I, I'm going to try to get a little bit controversial here, even though okay. I don't like to. You can't tell me. The guys now, when they're like, you know, it's like the the advances, right? They're tested all the time. They get four tests a year, blah, blah, blah. You can't tell me these guys right now hitting bombs or whatever are not taking steroids. There are not guys that are taking it. You know what? You cannot tell me that they're not. You know what, though? What? I think that they're doing taking the exact same stuff that they those guys did back in the day but it's just a little bit different of a form and it's legal now because everything's so um regulated 
Yeah. But I think all these guys are, it's, it's still a form of it. It's got to be, dude. Because here's the thing. It was just such a shock back then. Oh, no, he took steroids. But they did, But here's the thing. You're right, 100, 150%. But when you found out about them taking steroids was later on, yeah. right? Because yeah. what they do, the MLB administration concealed it, right? Yeah. We're not going to – we, we drug test them, but nobody knows about it. What do you think is going to happen 20 years from now when they're like – I'm not saying Mike Trout has taken steroids – or Aaron Aaron Judge or whatever or whatever his name is is it Aaron Judge? Yes, Judge. But you're gonna you're not gonna tell me that 20 years later somebody's not gonna write a book or somebody's gonna come out and say, well, guess what? Um, MLB is gonna be like, well, Aaron Judge took steroids. They concealed it because they were like, they that's how they sold tickets and they got a ton of that's, money. Yes, and that's what the fans wanted. You can't tell me that when Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa, or they did that, those. The, the MLB managers were told from the MLB executives or like the people in the higher front up here were like, we're dying. We need you to sell us tickets and get us money. Yes. How do we do it? How do we do it? It wasn't just some player decided yeah. to take PEDs. No. It was, there were some officials that like, hey, would you be interested in doing this? Yes. And then somebody got caught and was like, we're going to leak this to the world. And somebody actually did. It was yeah. remember, I, there was a report I did in one of the episodes yes. that it was on this day when they dropped that four hundred page the whatever. Mitchell report. Yeah. Yes, yep. um, but you know, I'm sure that it was probably a lot more to it behind the scenes than what it felt like. You know, it was on Sports Center and it was on, in the news. Yeah, but before it got to that point, you know, there's probably blackmail and threats, and if you don't, oh, if you don't yeah. do this, we're gonna leak it. And then yeah, MLB is probably like, huh, we're not. You know, we'll call your bluff, and then yeah. they, then they it, it all probably happened that way. And nobody knows it, but yeah, that's just my guess. I'm a hundred percent. But, but it, feel, it feels legit, though. You know, yeah. And I'll say, like back to Bonds, I'll just use Bonds. He's in my eyes, just opinion wise, he's the greatest hitter of all time. Yeah, he he between hitting and defenses. His gold gloves, yeah. get out of here. And then the guy took steroids. So he turned his 350 batting average into <laughs> whatever it was. You know, I right. mean, come on, dude. Like, I this know. dude, like, you can't tell me that they're not going to say 10 years or 15 years from now, well, Aaron Judge, he took steroids, and we just concealed it. That's what they did to Bonds and those guys. They were yeah. like, you better do this for us and make us money. For sure. But then you deny them to the MLB Hall of Fame. That's what, yeah, it's, it's, they're kind of just being hypocrites in a weird way. I don't what like, I don't joke. like it. The no. least they could do for them guys saving their sport is you can be in the Hall of Fame. But they got the whole world picking a side. Yeah. Like, do you, do you think they were worth it or no? And everybody's like, oh, they, they're cheaters. They cheat. Do you think these dudes now, oh, I'm just a great. Yeah. You, you, the batting averages and, and stuff now are nowhere near what it was back in the day. Now you can say that the pitchers throw a lot harder. They got better better pitches and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, dude, let's be realistic here. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm all for Bonds. Yeah, I'm all for McGuire. I'm all for Sosa. It's crazy to think about. But. I'm, it, all, for, I'm all for Manny Ramirez. Manny, he, well, he. He's kind of yeah. the same boat, but he was a, he was a. Uh, elite hitter before he got huge. He could, he was hitting what singles and doubles, and he oh, he yeah. was hitting and he was an RBI machine before yeah. then even. So and then he started hitting, turn those doubles into home runs, and yeah, I'm all for it. I and and I think I, I'm all for it just because I think that, um, I would put I would take Bonds 
I'll just say Vons. Put him right now. Vons is hitting over 400. Think you know so, why? Right? Well, his hand-eye. You know his hand-eye coordination? I read it. This is all end on him, just on my part. He His training was he had a trainer that would throw him tennis balls. Yeah. That had a number on it, and you know what he'd have to do when he was there? He'd have to when the ball came in, he'd have to tell him what that number was, and he could probably do it. Huh? And he told them he would. That was part of his training. That's crazy. You cannot be your you, yeah. Steroids didn't do that. No, that <laughs> that's guy, what you're getting at. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, that dude was a he was a dog, and you know what? Put him in the hall and put McGuire, put Sosa, put those guys in there. Quit trying to deny these guys of their accomplishments. Yeah, um, and try to make it look like. These guys were great Samaritans in 2022. No, they weren't because yeah, they're not. Because it's all Paul. If it wasn't for Mitchell or whoever the guy was that yeah. ratted all these guys out, would anybody even know? Would it even? I'm curious. I wonder how the game would be these days if if not, we'd have like guys looking like uh, Goldberg yeah. playing baseball. But yes. but still, it was fun, man. It was soul tickets. I mean, soul- it's still fun. I like you know, it's still fun to watch baseball. But I don't know. I don't. All these sports are evolving, though. You know, basketball. We're watching a basketball game, for instance. It's all. Well, we've talked about this before. It's it's a it's an offensive based game nowadays. Yeah, that's what they want. That's what sells tickets. These guys dunking and shooting threes ten feet behind the three point line. And look at that! Look at that brick. I mean, I mean, it's not a bad shot, but your shot's not that good. Right. So, but the the fancy stuff sells. Whatever. Anyways. Moving on. Yeah, I got you. We're going to go to on this day because I got some ready to rock and ready to roll. Are you ready, JP? On this day, January 10th, 1899. What do you think of that year? I was not alive. (laughs) Me neither. This is the oldest one I've did so far. So this one's kind of cool. This actually has nothing to do with sports or music. In 1899, on January 10th, the U.S. patent, then it says 617592, was issued for an electric device invented by David Missell, which was manufactured as the first flashlight by Conrad Huber at his American Electrical Novelty and Manufacturing Company. Company. So just imagine, on this day, January 10th, 1899, the flashlight. What would we be without it? Flashlight? Yeah, it would be lost. So like when I'm at work, I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. When you're, Sir, when you're flashing it, yeah. It's all because it all happened on this day. Sir, hey, uh, <laughs> could you? Hey, sir. Hey, could, hey could license you? and registration? <laughs> Do you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> Come on, dog. I ain't saying that. I'm like, hey, man, I go like this. I'm like, hey, can you give me your beer in the center council? I need a drink. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just joking. Oh, my joking. God. I got you, man. <laughs> and then he's probably like, hey, hold my beer, and then speeds off. <laughs> he throws me. I'm like, Shh. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> All right, January 10th, 1956, Elvis Presley, who recorded Heartbreak Hotel in Nashville, his first single for RCA Records. The song became his first number one single in the U.S., and it peaked at number two in the U.K. What do you think of Elvis? Do you, do you like do you like the king? You know, I've never been a fan of his music. Really? No. Yeah, he's got a different voice. There's a guy, actually a musician in town, Pat Jones. He's yeah. on Three on the Tree. He just performed somewhere... I saw it. I can't remember. If, I don't know where it was at, but uh, they had an actual guitar played by Elvis that they have hanging on their wall, like in a case, and they let him play a song with using Elvis's guitar. That's pretty cool. Uh, yep. Shout out to Pat Jones. 
cool, uh, cool. I don't know if you call it an accomplishment, but just an opportunity. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, January 10th, 1986, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of the Los Angeles Lakers scores his 34,000th career point during a 124-102 win over the Indiana Pacers. Only player, the only NBA player to reach that milestone at that time. He remains the (laughs) all-time leader in career points at 38,387. Okay. So, that's pretty nuts, huh? He was a stud. You want to know how many points I've scored in the NBA? Zero. 150,000. Yeah, no. So, January 10th, 2003, NBA announces Charlotte, North Carolina is awarded an NBA expansion franchise to be known as the Charlotte ba- Charlotte Bobcats and start playing 2004-2005. Eventually changes to the Charlotte Hornets for the 2014-2015 season. I got a question. If you could start an expansion team for the NBA, what yeah. city would it be in? Oh, boy. I just thought of this. It'd be fun. In what city? Yeah, just if you're like, if they're like, hey. West Virginia somewhere. Really? Like, hey, you can have a team. Where would you start it? That'd be fun. Well, I mean, you got to divvy out like where where everything's at right now. And and I don't, you follow NBA a lot more than I do, uh, obviously. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm surprised. I I, I don't even have an answer. I'm surprised. I shouldn't even answer that. I shouldn't. I'm surprised Vegas doesn't have a team yet, actually. Now that they got a football team, yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but whatever. Anyways, okay, last one, January tenth, two thousand and twenty-two, college football national championship, Lucas Oil Stadium. Where's that, Tennessee? Yep. Okay. Uh, no, it's Indianapolis. Is it Lucas? Yes. Sorry. Oh yeah. In, Sorry, Indy, my bad. Indy. Yeah, in Indy. Um, I was just thinking oil in Tennessee. Anyways, uh, number three, Georgia beats number one Alabama. So this was last year, thirty-three to eighteen. So fun facts, cool. All happened on January 10th, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Let's go. Fun, I fun. Like it. Yeah. That's cool because I never, I don't ever look at that kind of stuff, but um, the more you've been doing that, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you don't, you just don't think who What will. about the on this day stuff? Well, nobody, nobody does because a lot of people aren't alive then. But at the same right. time, it's like, it's cool to see, like, I think you made a comment a couple weeks ago, um, it was something like NFL or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, you, you just you didn't really know. Right. You you never would know. So we're going to we're going to get it rolling, man. We got a uh, uh we got food from Hunters Hunt- 2. What is the technical name? Is it just Hunters or Hunters it- 2 Sports Bar? Sports Bar. Okay. I just yep. want to make sure we say it correctly. Um you want to shout out um Beth and everybody that works yes. there. I'm going to give a Hunters 2 Sports Bar. It's 6046 Penrose Road in Fulton, Illinois. Um, 815-589-3883. Now, 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 when I tell you we, we already peeped this, peeped this food out, this food all looks insanely good. Like, I can't even lie to you. And, guys? So, this right here is called the BJ Burger. Kind of funny, but. Uh, oh, man. Oh, look at it. They got the. Oh, the sweet boy. potato fries. Hopefully you guys can see this. Um, what's I don't even know what's on this. Bacon, cheese, jalapenos. Ooh. Hold up. What, what you got on there? What? What do you got on there? I don't know. Bacon, cheese, jalapenos. Look, guys. Fire. So that's that. They also gave us the chimmy. And this is this is the, the big daddy that I'm excited about. So JP got in touch with them. They hooked us up. Look at this, guys. 
Dude, it's a giant chimichang. Dude, tell me that doesn't I know. So, hey, Hunters 2 um, in Fulton, we got Beth and Roger Vogel. Um, they own it over there. Man, they're awesome. I, I, a little bit, it means a lot more to me because uh, Beth Vogel, um, I had her son, Brady Grell, and Sydney Grell when I was coaching at Comanche, my first job. Mm-hmm. Two great kids. Um, they were awesome. Yeah. And I stayed in touch with them. I talked to them all the time. Brady's a big follower of here yeah so it was uh sydney and and beth i reached out to her and she was like let's go let's get it popping um so hunters two sports bar look oh yeah my God. here i'm gonna show you guys this up close guys it's fire i'm not gonna lie it's fire these are egg rolls oh boy i and think they're like southwest let me hear you. i know we actually we i'm gonna I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie we already tried one of these each but did you try one yeah hey guys yeah he had one and guess what i had one because I, I loved it. Well, let's get another one, dude. Okay. Because we right. deserve it. All right. Hold on, guys. Mmm. Man. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you listening to the audio, hey. we're just going to, you're going to hear us chewing. Can <laughs> 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 you hear that crisp, y'all? I could eat a hundred of those right there easily. That's terrible. I mean, when I say terrible, like leave it alone because I'm gonna eat all of them. So terrible. That's probably the best egg roll I've ever had. Oh my goodness! Wow. Hey, hunters, two sports. Make sure you guys hit them up. We don't even have a fork for this, so maybe I'll just rip it. Yeah, hit them up, guys. Six zero four six Penrose Road in Fulton. Eight one five five eight nine three eight eight three. You can get on Facebook. Find them on there. They're awesome. Like their page, share mm. it, do whatever. Let's go. This chimichanga has rice oh, in it. Oh my god! Babe. What you got? What's this? I don't know. If, I don't even know how to eat this right now. So we showed them the chimichanga, and it is. Did you, it, give, did you give them the cowboy? Yeah. You talk about the cowboy? I didn't say the name of the cowboy because you were talking, but that burger that has onion rings on it and barbecue sauce called the cowboy, y'all. Mm. Yeehaw! Giddy up. So I'm gonna go ahead and get me a bite. Of the BJ Burger. All right. I'm doing the cowboy. Here we go. You guys ready? Save me a bite, dude, because that shit looks... Look, bro, are you, look at this. <laughs> Tell me you can't get a bite of that. <laughs> Don't oh, eat it all, bro. Dang. Oh, no. I just slobbered off of it. Oh, my goodness. This thing's nice and thick, just like we like them. Oh. This is terrible. Meaning, I'm going into cardiac arrest. Now, when JP says terrible, he's saying it because it's so good. Oh, yeah. It makes him feel, oh. gu- it makes him feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any more because, man, that's so good. Mm. So, Hunter's, Hunter's 2 Sports Bar in Fulton, 6046 Penrose Road, 815-589-3883. Trade me. Um, you go ahead and take that. I'm going to try the cowboy. Hey, here's the deal, guys. Here's why we do this. We do this so you guys are willing to think outside the box and go to different places. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I know there's probably a lot of people that haven't had Hunters too. So please, I mean, there has there's been a lot of people that have. I've also had their breakfast burritos. Woo wee! But this food, I'm telling you. Oh my goodness! If you ever like, man, uh, we really want to eat out, but we've already had all these places. Yeah, yeah. Give this place a shot. Holy heck. Yeah. You got to go. Go get outside the box of the. Oh, it's so good. 
That's terrible. This one's juicy. Oh, my God. Uh, yep, I, I told you. I tried telling you, man. Oh, my God. Beth, Roger, y'all hooked us up. A lot of love to you guys. Appreciate everything you guys did. And uh, we're going to eat this when we get off set here. I'm trying to end the episode early now so we can get to it. The BJ, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The Cowboy Burger is, is fire. They're all Hey, can fire. you give me a BJ? Yeah, you want the BJ? Here you go. Yeah, give me the BJ, dude. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't want it. <laughs> okay, go with it. Man, dude, you, wow. Sorry, I'm just trying to be silly. <laughs> <laughs> can, is that a pony? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never what was is no baby. <laughs> want to see my butt? <laughs> you want to see my butt? <laughs> Bro, dude, that's wild, man. Ugh. Way back in the day. Hey, no, yeah. Hunters- once, once again, guys, before we get to the to the uh, wrapping up the episode, shout out to Andy Wood, First Choice Insurance. Um, he's located in Clinton, Iowa. You want to give the exact info so if people have questions or in need of insurance of any type, because you read a, a, a beefy list. You want to read that beefy list oh, one more time? That, and ma- maybe slow it down so they can hear just in case they're like, oh, yeah. You think I talk too fast. I know I do. No, you don't. But just, you know, just some people listen too slow. First choice insurance. Yeah. 410 South, South Second Seconds. Street. It's Andy Wood, 563-241-2341. He can give you auto, commercial, dental, disability, yeah. general li- liability. Liability. Life, property, renters, Workers comp and homeowners insurance. He'll here's the thing. He's gonna hook you up with anything you want. Yeah. So get down there, guys, because here's the deal. Everybody that's watching right now needs it. So go and get it. Because mm-hmm. if not, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Oh, I like that quote. What do you think? I like it. A lot. Hey, you know what we got here? Giveaway. Oh yeah, we gotta do that. How are we going to choose? you just going to pick a person? I don't know. I'm on here right now. I'm looking at the people that like. I'm just going to do the people that liked it. So there are 17 on that. Uh, okay, so. I got a way to do it. Okay, you go ahead. But go that, log is, in. that isn't fair, though, because if they didn't share it, they shouldn't be. Um, I know, but you know I am. I'm, I'm, I have a soft heart. Okay, how many is there? There has got a soft heart and a, so- and a soft pe- you know what. 17 people that liked it. Are they in order? I got them. No, I just have them. Okay. But, but I'm saying, are they in order on there? Mm-hmm. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do a, a random number generator here on Google. So okay. I'm going to click generate. Whatever number pops up, you're going to start at the top of the list, count down. Okay. That's who wins. Okay. Are we going to do the gift card and the shirt together? Or are we going to do... Let's do them separate. Separate. Yeah. So then two winners. Yeah. So let's do the... Should we do the gift card first? Yeah. $20 gift card to Rival Sports. We'll probably won't give it to you if you don't live in Clinton. So... Um, if if we pick your number first and you don't live in Clinton or at least the immediate area, then you can have the shirt. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Yeah. So as long as somebody that, because, I mean, obviously if they live like in a different state, we're yeah. not going to. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, here we go. I'm clicking generate, and I'm not a liar. 12. Okay, hold on. Start at the top, count down. Okay, hold on. One, two, three, four. Good job. Seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Lisa Husenfeld. Okay. Oh, Lisa, let's go, girl. Hey. Oh, so yeah. she wins a twenty dollars Rivals gift card. She's huh? got the gift card, man. And you can get a T-shirt with that too. So it's not a bad thing. You can get a Rivals T-shirt. Support, support local. Support the local business. Shout out to my store, Rival Sports. All right. So we're gonna generate again. Lisa, you got a girl. Uh, 
<coughs> Ooh, excuse me, guys. So are we going to still count her in the list? So like, if we if we pick a number higher, is she still counted? Oh, we'll find out. Okay, let's see where we're at. Okay, next <laughs> one. Next one is a Honeywell Heroes T-shirt. You'll have to give us your size if you're yep. the winner. Two. Carol Skiff. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah my mama. Oh, no. Carol, hey, guys, she's on here. It's Carol. Um, yeah, it's from the post I took from uh, the day back. Let's see. Sharon episode eight, right? No. Or it was episode seven, epi- I think. Episode seven. With, with Schnee. Three yeah. days ago. Yeah, with uh, yeah. we had legends on there and everything. So, yeah, Carol Skiff is going to get the, uh, Wow. She's gonna love I like it. it. We got two moms, dude. I got two moms on there, Lisa and Carol. Yeah. So we covered a lot of stuff tonight, dude. We did a lot. We did a first. We did our first call-in segment, which was super fun. Dude, um, it it was way that better. really transformed. It made it feel like a radio show. That was cool. Yeah. So I think we need to incorporate that a little more each time. Yeah. Um, we got some fire fire food from Hunters too. Shout out to you guys. We truly appreciate it. Uh, we did our giveaways, and we had some good conversations, yeah. my man. Dude, I had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah. Um, Hunters, too. You guys are great. Beth and Roger. Uh, Random T, you're the man. And, and everybody uh, else, who, especially the people that continuously watch and hit us up and give us feedback, we really, really, truly appreciate it. And everybody, maybe you're watching for the first time. Scroll back, check out all the episodes. Give yourself like an eight- or nine-hour uh, day and just binge yeah. watch the podcast. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, dude, just sitting in your bed watching nine podcasts in a row. <laughs> I mean, uh, if they're watching us, I mean, it's not can't be that bad. No, it'd be awesome. Um, but, no, thank you. We truly appreciate it. Um, we wouldn't still be sitting here doing it if we weren't having people interacting with us. So, Yep. I Shout out to you, episode nine. I think that wraps it up. Let's go, Cubs, even though it's not baseball season. Um, shout out to the, the Bills. Hopefully, uh, DeMar Hamlin gets better. Um, and... Go Steelers. Hey, go Steelers, baby. We're in the I'm going to the game this this upcoming weekend. We're Are you gonna go blast. live? I'm going you live, gonna, guys. You're gonna so talk to us? Yeah. Talk, talk to the people. I'm gonna talk to you guys. Well, they and, won't even know. You'll actually go live before this episode drops. So yeah. Whatever. Anyways, peace out. Episode nine. Random Tanner. JP Stenda. Honeywell Heroes. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>